In your Bibles, please, to our second reading to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28. A short little chapter of 68 verses. Wonderful chapter. Verse 1, hear now the inerrant, infallible, and inspired word of God. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed, shalt thou, uh, blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the increase of thy kine, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thine hand to, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself as he hath sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods in the fruit of thy body and in the fruit of thy cattle and in the fruit of thy ground in the land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven, to give the rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail, and thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath, if that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. And thou shalt... Uh, not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day to the right hand or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. <clears throat> but it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken to the, unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Cursed shalt thou be in the city, and cursed shalt thou be in the field. Cursed shall be thy basket and thy store. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land, the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. Cursed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and cursed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vexation, and rebuke in all that thou settest thine hand unto for to do until thou be destroyed. <clears throat> And until thou perish quickly because of the wickedness of thy doings, whereby thou hast forsaken me. The Lord shall make the pestilence cleave unto thee, till he have consumed thee from off the land, whither thou goest to possess it. <clears throat> the Lord shall smite thee with a consumption, and with a fever, and with an inflammation, and with an extreme burning, and with the sword, and with blasting, and with mildew, and they shall pursue thee. Until thou perish. And thy heaven that is over thy head shall be brass. And the earth that is under thee shall be iron. 
and the Lord shall make the rain of thy land powder and dust. From heaven shall it come down upon thee until thou be destroyed. The Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thine enemies. Thou shalt go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them. And thou shalt be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth. And thy carcass shall be meat unto all fowls of the air and unto the beasts of the earth. And no man shall fray them away. The Lord will smite thee with the botch of Egypt and with the emeralds and with the scab and with the itch whereof thou canst not be healed. The Lord shall smite thee with madness and blindness and astonishment of heart. And thou shalt grope at noonday as the blind gropeth in darkness. And thou shalt not prosper in thy ways. And thou shalt be only oppressed and spoiled evermore. And no man shall save thee. Thou shalt betroth the wife and another man shall lie with her. Thou shalt build an house and thou shalt not dwell therein. Thou shalt plant a vineyard and shalt not gather the grapes thereof. Thine ox shall be slain before thine eyes, and thou shalt not eat thereof. Thine ass shall be violently taken away from before thy face, and thou shalt not be, and shall not be restored unto thee. Thy sheep shall be given unto thine enemies, and thou shalt have none to rescue them. Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given to another people. And thine eyes shall look with longing for them all the day long, and there shall be no might in thine hand. The fruit of thy land and all thy labors shall a nation which thou knowest not eat up, and thou shalt be only oppressed and crushed always, so that thou shalt be mad for the sight of thine eyes which thou shalt see. The Lord shall smite thee in the knees and in the legs, with a sore botch that cannot be healed from the sole of thy foot to the top of thy head. The Lord shall bring thee and thy king, which thou shalt set over thee unto a nation which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, and there shalt thou serve other gods, wood and stone. And thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations whither the Lord shall lead thee. Thou shalt carry much seed out into the field, and shalt gather but little in, for the locust shall consume it. Thou shalt plant vineyards and dress them, but shalt neither drink of the wine nor gather of the grapes, for the worms shall eat them. Thou shalt have olive trees throughout all thy coasts, but thou shalt not anoint thyself with the oil, for thine olive tree shall cast his fruit. Thou shalt beget sons and daughters, but thou shalt not enjoy them, for they shall go into captivity. All thy trees and fruit of thy land shall the locust consume. The stranger that is within thee shall get thee up above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. He shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee, and shall pursue thee and overtake thee, Till thou be destroyed, because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he command thee. And they shall be upon thee for a sign, and for a wonder, and upon thy seed forever, because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. Therefore shalt thou serve Thine enemies, which the Lord shall set against thee in hunger, 
and in thirst, and in nakedness, and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. The Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flieth, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand, a nation of fierce countenance, which shall not regard the person of the old, nor show favor to the young. And he shall eat the fruit of thy cattle and the fruit of thy land, till thou be destroyed, which also shall not leave thee either corn, wine, or oil, or the increase of thy kind, nor flocks of thy sheep, until he have destroyed thee. And he shall besiege thee in all thy gates, until thy high and fenced walls come down, wherein thou trustest throughout all thy land. And he shall besiege thee in all thy gates throughout all thy land, which the Lord thy God hath given thee. And thou shalt eat the fruit of thine own body, the flesh of thy sons and of thy daughters, which the Lord thy God hath given thee in the siege and in the straightness wherewith thine enemies shall distress thee. So that the man that is tender among you and very delicate, his eye shall be evil toward his brother and toward the wife of his bosom and toward the remnant of his children, which he shall leave, so that he will not give to any of them the flesh of his children to whom he shall eat because he hath nothing left in him or nothing left him in the siege and in the straightness wherewith thine enemies shall distress thee in all thy gates. The tender and delicate woman among you, which would not adventure to set the sole of her foot upon the ground for delicateness and tenderness, her eye shall be evil toward the husband of her bosom and toward her son and toward her daughter and toward her young one that cometh out from between her feet and toward her children which she shall bear for she shall eat them for want of all things secretly in the siege and straightness wherewith thine enemy shall distress thee in thy gates. If thou wilt not observe to do all the words of this law that are written in this book, that thou mayest fear this glorious and fearful name, the Lord thy God, then the Lord will make thy plagues wonderful, and the plagues of thy seed even great plagues, and of long continuance, and sore sickness, and of long continuance. Moreover, he will bring upon thee all the diseases of Egypt, which thou wast afraid of, and they shall cleave unto thee. Also every sickness and every plague, which is not written in the book of this law, them will the Lord bring upon thee until thou be destroyed. And ye shall be left few in number, whereas ye were as the stars of heaven for multitude, because thou wouldest not obey the voice of the Lord thy God. And it shall come to pass that as the Lord rejoiced over you to do good and to multiply you, so the Lord will rejoice over you to destroy you and to bring you to naught, and ye shall be plucked from off the land whither thou goest to possess it. And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people from the one end of the earth even unto the other, and there thou shalt serve other gods which neither thou nor thy fathers have known even wood and stone. And among these nations shalt thou find no ease, neither shall the sole of thy foot have rest. But the Lord shall give thee there a trembling heart and failing of eyes and sorrow of mind. And thy life shall hang in doubt before thee. And thou shalt fear day and night and shalt have none assurance of thy life. In the morning thou shalt say, Would God it were even... And at even thou shalt say, Would God it were morning, 
for the fear of thine heart wherewith thou shalt fear, and for the sight of thine eyes which thou shalt see. And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships by the way whereof I spake unto thee. Thou shalt see it no more again. And there ye shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen. And no man shall buy you. May God add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his most holy word. This passage comes, if you'll remember, on the heels of Moses teaching them what they are to do after they get into the land with regard to Ebal and Gerizim. And so when we speak of the blessing and the cursing, we are continuing in that same thought. We'll remember what they did on the top of Ebal and Gerizim. They were to stack up some stones, make a nice straight wall without chipping any of those stones to fit them together figure out how to fit together these stones, and then to plaster it with white mortar, right? Um, It used to be that uh, walls would be made of plaster. There would be a lath that would be set, sometimes a wooden lath, sometimes a, a sheet kind of lath with holes in it. But the surface of the wall was done by a craftsman where he would take a, 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 a big, what's called a knife, it's not really a knife, it's a, it's a great big, what we would call something like a trowel, and he would really just brush that plaster on smooth. This is what they were told to do, and then, after making that wall, they were to write all the commandments of God upon it. And then we had the division of the tribes, we'll remember that from our uh, licentious reading last week, and they were to... And then the Levites were to call out the blessings and the cursings from Ebal and Gerizim. So now the Lord is going to make known to the people of God truly what those blessings and cursings are, what they will look like, and what the, uh, what the genesis of them is among themselves. This is a very difficult passage to read. Well, we get down to verse 14, we're happy as clams. We read about all of these wonderful things that the Lord will do to an obedient people. And I'm going to maybe make this comment at the outset here as an introduction to this chapter and make sure that we all understand what is uh, being presented to us by way of obedience here. Beloved, hear this well. This will destroy legalism, And it will destroy antinomianism if you understand what I'm about to say. The obedience that the Lord is talking about here is the fruit of faith in him. It is not for their righteousness. It is not for their goodness. And it is not for their merits that they will stay in the land. And I know that there are some Reformed theologians telling you that these days. They're wrong. They're dead wrong. In fact, to use the language of some of our older divines, they're deadly wrong. There was no covenant of works. This is not a covenant of works. We will hear that in the next chapter when we hear of them all entering into covenant with the Lord. The Lord presents to his people faith. Believe in me. And then he will present to them what the fruit of true faith is. And that is to hear him and to follow him. And to obey him. Perfectly? Meritoriously? No. No. How many sins does it take to send you to hell, children? How many? 
Just one. Just one. It's not a covenant of works here. They're not going to stay in the land because of their goodness. They will stay in the land because they believe in the Lord. And believing in him then, they will worship him alone. They will prize his commandments. They will grieve for their sins. They will come to the Lord with their sacrifices. They will offer unto him for their sacrifices, uh, sorry, for, for their sins, that they may be heard as that type of Christ, those sacrifices, and so on. All of that is true. What is not true is if you're good little boys and girls, you'll stay in the land. Because it is impossible to be good little boys and girls if you don't believe in the Lord. If you're working for your salvation, you don't believe in the Lord. It is impossible, beloved. If you think the law of God doesn't matter, you don't believe in the Lord. And it's, it's even more impossible if you pay no attention to His commandments. If you believe in the Lord, the Lord returns those commandments to you and you desire them, although you pursue them with some imperfection, you still desire them and your obedience is true, although imperfect obedience. This is the kind of obedience the Lord is talking about here. And in the covenant of grace, you know what the Lord does? He accepts your imperfect obedience in Christ. So we have to remember that as we come to a passage like that, especially in our day where we have men that ought to know better that are telling us that God entered into a covenant of works. As Cyrus Ingerson Schofield said, at the base of Sinai, the people of God traded grace for law. No, they never did. The Lord never offered such a trade. All right, so with that then, 1 through 14 speaks of the blessings that will adhere to them if they obey the voice of the Lord their God, that is, if they believe in Him and do what He has commanded. If that faith of theirs rises up to that changed life that more and more follows after the Lord. And the blessing is comprehensive. It is temporal and it is spiritual. It's everything. Beloved, the same is offered to you today. That same kind of thing. The Lord says, and he continues to say to his people, believe in me, walk in all my ways. And you'll find a blessing. In Malachi chapter 3 on one particular topic, just one, the topic of the tithe. No, the elders didn't ask me to talk about tithing. Don't worry about that. It's something else. The Lord said, challenge me. What is the... Um, What's the operative phrase in challenge me? What's the operative thought? Believe in me. Believe me. Bring all of the tithes into my storehouse and see whether or not I will pour out a blessing unto you that is so copious, so big, you won't be able to receive all of it. Body and soul. That kind of blessing. Believe in me, the Lord says. And watch me work. Believe in me. Hear me. Obey me. Show that you believe in me through your obedience. Show me that faith by your works. That's how James puts it. And the blessing, beloved, that is promised is comprehensive. We don't need to take the time to go through, through the details. But it is comprehensive. There are maybe a couple of things worth mentioning, like you'll lend and not borrow. Right? Borrowing is not such a great thing, people. You realize that. I hope you do. Well, 
If you don't by now, Pastor Riddell's wondering who he's been talking to, right? I've said that enough times. Children, you'll hear, debt is good, you want debt. The, yeah, the, it's the people that have you in debt that are saying that to you. Remember that. Okay, so all of those blessings in the field and in, in, in their house, in their store, in their basket, in their flocks, in their bodies, in their minds, in their souls, all kinds of blessings. Let me, let me just say this to you, beloved. Do you want the Lord's blessing? Then seek first his kingdom. All these things will be added to you. This is simply Matthew 6.33 drawn out here in Deuteronomy 28. Now we turn to the second part of the chapter beginning in 15 and it goes all the way to the end. And it is dire, isn't it? All the way down to being, being besieged and eating their own children. All the way down to that. The curses that come upon them. Why... 14 verses on blessing. And then from 15 to 68, right? Yeah, 54 verses on cursing. 14 and 54. There's an intentional disproportion there, isn't there? Why is that? Because these were the Lord's people and he loved them and doubled and tripled down on his curses so that they would be minded to hear him and obey him. He warned them exactly ahead of time what would happen if they turned away. And you will remember from your reading of the rest of the Old Testament, especially the fall of Jerusalem, you will remember that all of these things came to pass. In chapter 32, Moses is going to reiterate them again in what he calls a song. And we'll have that same kind of of understanding. So, over and again then, the Lord says that they will be cursed. In every way that they were blessed before, they will be cursed again. And then beyond that, the curses that that are piled on top of that are dire. And yet, beloved, none of these curses that the Lord speaks of here in Deuteronomy 28 compare to the final curse of unbelief which is being cast into eternal judgment 15 through 68 in this chapter should give us horror to the point that we would say these temporal judgments are bad and I don't ever want them But worse, I don't ever want what comes after them. The Lord does his people a kindness here with these threats while they're on the plains of Moab getting ready to enter into the land of promise. That they should overtake that land and set up the kingdom of God there and worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. There, according to that Old Testament framework that the Lord had set up through his servant Moses. Because the price of disobedience is not just temporal, it's eternal. And so you have these 54 verses of cursing, verses 14 of blessing. So that we would know that after these curses are complete, there is an eternal destruction. 
that there is no coming back from. Ever. Beloved, do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Does your faith work itself out in holy obedience? Do you have that 1 through 14 kind of faith and obedience? Does that belong to you? The people of God of old presumed that God would never bring the destructions that he promised. And they were sorely mistaken. Let us not make that same mistake. Let us call upon the Lord while he can be found. With that then, let's stand and continue praising God in the singing of psalms.